Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Because I'm going to just talk, we mentioned Labour there. Um, and I suppose the issue about Labour's vision now, Keir Starmer. Let's have let's just have have a little look at what happened, what kind of revelation, if you like, on on Friday, which was Paul War, who I'd say is someone who the Labour leadership are very favourable towards. Um, he's not the I. Um, he said that Labour's likely to ditch Jeremy Corbyn's twenty nineteen pledge to hike income tax and those earning more than eighty thousand pounds. Parties looking at more creative ways of making the rich pay more. I should say that's not just 2019. I think 2019 manifesto obviously is associated now with an 80-seat Tory majority. I get that. It was also in the 2017 manifesto. Um, because the 2019 manifesto, I think a lot of people even, I think, around Jeremy Corbyn believed that that manifesto was just excessively policy-heavy because the Labour leadership were desperately at the time trying to shift the conversation away from Brexit, which they succeeded in doing in 2017. But by 2019, the country was so polarised, it just wasn't a runner at all. Um, but anyway, that's why they threw so many policies at it. So it's even amongst many of the people around Corbyn's team, they kind of think, well, the 2019 manifesto had a lot. It was noisy. The 2017 manifesto, on the other hand, uh, was... Um, you know, described by Keir Starmer as the foundational document of the Labour Party in the leadership contest. In fact, let's just be very clear, because Keir Starmer's going back on this commitment to income taxes. Forget about the 2019 manifesto. It was in his leadership campaign. So it was pledge number one. He did 10 pledges. Now, I think some people don't understand. I don't want to be patronising here, but I think some of Keir Starmer's most militant supporters don't understand what pledge means. The definition of pledge is a solemn promise or undertaking. Uh, pledge number one, economic justice. Increase income tax for the top 5% of earners, reverse the Tories' cuts in corporation tax, and clamp down on tax avoidance, particularly of large corporations. No stepping back from our core principles. His tweets up about it. Keir Starmer in the leadership campaign. Increase income tax the top 5% of earners, reverse the Tories' cuts in corporation tax and clamp down on tax avoidance, particularly of large corporations. No stepping back from our core principles. Well, you see, the thing is, what he's done there is made a series of pledges, cast iron commitments. And in fact, I'll just, just be clear, during the leadership contest, I didn't, didn't vote for Keir Starmer, but nonetheless, for example, I remember this whole, when he made this commitment, and I was interested to know this is definitely for real. No chance of any use. And one of Keir Starmer's advisors rang me and said, this is absolutely cast iron, 100% income tax going up for the top 5% of earners. Absolutely. I mean, not engraved in the stone because Ed Miliband did that and it didn't go down well, Ed Stone. Um, so it, it, was a, it was a solemn commitment. Now, here's the thing. Now, I raised this when I mentioned this on Twitter 
Because Keir Starmer's leadership campaign was the most dishonest in British democratic history. Now, people say, oh, oh, what about Boris Johnson? He's a liar. Boris Johnson lies as easily as he breathes. I mean, he's, I don't think anyone disputes that deception and dishonesty is absolutely woven into the fundamental character and person of Boris Johnson. Um, and, and I think their, their dishonesty is kind of different because Boris Johnson has this kind of self-serving, how am I going to get myself out of this one kind of dishonesty? Like, you know, he was sacked by his party leader for lying about an affair, for example, that kind of thing. I don't think anyone could look back at Boris Johnson's leadership campaign as it was dishonest. Like, if he was as dishonest as leadership campaign as Keir Starmer, we'd now be rejoining the European Union. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, his whole shtick in the leadership election was get Brexit done. Uh, you know, they got their hard Brexit done, which I think is actually a very damaging Brexit deal for the country. Um, you know, I mean, the fundamental, you could say the one promise they did break was not to hike national insurance. So they did break that. That was a general election commitment. The overall threat, you know, the, in general, they just stuck to what they said they were going to do, which is not, in my opinion, good <laughs> for the country or good for millions of people. Keir Starmer made all these pledges, including pledge number one, increase income tax on the top 5%, which they're now planning to abandon. Things like party unity and don't, I mean, let's not just, let's not even bother indulging that one. I, I just think the issue is, and I, I've said this before, and, I, and I'm going to stick by it. That kind of dishonesty, that wanton dishonesty, brazen dishonesty, it corrodes democracy. Because what happens is, if politicians keep saying things which they promise to do, and then they don't do them, and actually they just do the opposite, if you can't trust a politician to do what they say, then why would you engage in the democratic process? I mean, democracy just becomes a potluck. <laughs> you, you can vote for someone, you have literally no idea what they're going to do. They just make a promise and then they just do something completely different. And if you knock on doors, I've knocked on thousands of doors in my life, one of the most cliched things voters say is, oh, politicians say one thing and they do another. Politicians lie. And it is, actually, it's bad for the left, that, because if you want, um, in politics, polit you know, kind of bold ideas and... Um, if you want them to exist in politics, if voters don't have faith in politicians to deliver or abide by their promises, then the bigger the promise, the more cynical they're likely to be, aren't they? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So it's actually really, it's, it's bad for democracy. It's bad for the left. Now... I get yelled at a lot by Starmer supporters, Starmer, and I'm going to I'm going to distinguish between them because there are just Starmer supporters. They think, look, 
okay, I know he's not perfect, but he's the Labour leader. We need to get rid of the Tories. I get all that. I'm a Labour voter. I've voted Labour all my life. Some people find that ridiculous, but that's that's who I am. I'm a Labour sort of guy. There are others who are just cult-like in their attitude. They just literally just go over twi- on Twitter and behave in the way that Corbyn supporters were always caricatured as, and they would like front page news stories about abuse from the Tories. Like, they just send just prolific abuse. I'm not doing this as a violin, by the way. I'm just, it's the double standards that annoy me, not being yelled at by, essentially, it's like being savaged by a Waitrose queue in Tunbridge Wells when the organic chutneys run out. I've said that before, and someone pointed out there isn't a proper Waitrose in Tunbridge Wells, but you get the gist. Um, but, you know, they get F off and join the Tories. I get all that, which is what Corbyn supporters always accused of. I, like, if you don't care, if you only go on about Boris Johnson's dishonesty and you ignore Keir Starmer's dishonesty, you don't care about dishonesty. You, you just don't. Like, you care about dishonesty if you're the victim of it. You care about dishonesty if it's a politician you don't like, if it's a politician you don't support. But if it's your guy being dishonest, you don't care. The means, the, the, the ends justifies the means. Anything goes. He can he can lie through his back teeth. And look, the reality is, the reason why a big song and dance isn't made about this is the victims of Keir Starmer's dishonesty were people on the left and ordinary Labour Party members. And they're not regarded as legitimate political actors. Like, it seems a good thing to dupe the left, to, to do anything you can to marginalise and ostracise the left and to defeat the left. So if you, as far as the newspapers are concerned, media outlets in this country, generally, their view is, be as dishonest as you like if the left are on the receiving end. Obviously, they're not legitimate political actors. Um, we want them to be defeated. And uh, if Keir Starmer wants to do that, then good. Um, you know, Richard Tice, the Brexit party leader, or Reform Party, whatever they're called now, uh, you know, when when he said, when, you know, there was, Keir Starmer was one on the leadership, one of their big purges and attacks on the left, he was like, great, good, Keir Starmer's doing a good thing, the left needs to be marginalising British politics. Great to have the Brexit party cheering you on as you take on the left. It is astonishing how this political heist has been able to unfold. Um, because as I've said, no leadership campaign in modern democratic history has been so dishonest. Blair didn't, Blair's leadership pitch wasn't dishonest. He didn't say he was going to get rid of Clause 4, which is what he did, but you'd have to be pretty thick, I'm afraid, to have voted for Tony Blair and not realise the exact political direction he was going to embark on. He made that clear in the leadership election in 1994. Um, you know, it wasn't dishonest. You know, whatever people think about Jeremy Corbyn, you can talk about his faults all you like, obviously abided by his leadership election commitments. This guy has done the exact opposite. And it is, as I've said, it's just very, very, very bad for democracy. So people go, oh, you attack it. Oh, you're just helping the Tories. Why do you join the Tories, Owen? Well, I'm not going to join the Tories because I'm a lifelong democratic socialist. And I, I, you know, when it comes to, you know, it's not many Tories attacking Keir Starmer for, uh, for not wanting to tax the rich. I mean, that's just, it's Keir Starmer shifting towards the conservative position. That's what I'm objecting to. I'm objecting to... Uh, the lack of of a clear offer, which is distinct from that of the Conservatives. That's my problem with what Labour uh, are going for. Instead, they made their dividing lines honesty, which is hilarious because obviously Keir Starmer is serially dishonest, but knows he can get away with it because the media don't care about lying through your back teeth to Labour Party members on the left. Um, and, you know, again, I am an independent political commentator. My job is to just say what I think and... Uh, I'm not a press officer for the Labour Party. I don't work for the Labour Party. I have to just say what I actually think. And what I think is 
a very inarguable fact, which is Labour's current leader said one thing to get elected as leader of the party and has done something completely different. And if your view is, well, politics is a football team, so I'll just blindly get out my pom-pom balls and cheer on whoever is Labour leader uh, as long as he's generally kind of my brand of politics, because I think often the brand of kind of centrist he supports Keir Starmer it's not substance for them that matters. Politics is a vibe. It's a general gist. They don't really care about policies. They want they 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 what they most object to with Boris Johnson is that he, they seem as indecent and embarrassing and uncouth, and they just want this kind of mythical age of politics where things are kind of nice and stable and not embarrassing to come back. That was what a lot of Joe Biden supporters wanted, incidentally, and um, politics to become boring um, rather than. Just, oh, no, Trump's done another tirade on Twitter and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, politics has not become boring in, in the United States. Far from it. It's a very polarised and divided nation. And Joe Biden is doing, I'm afraid, very badly in the in the polling, particularly, it has to be said, amongst younger people. Um, so if that's people's solution, then I just think, look over at the Atlantic. I want the Tories out. I think it's difficult to um, emphasise my almost the, the contempt for the Tories woven into my own DNA. Uh, but um, if you think that it is in any way justifiable to ignore this serial dishonesty, even if you support Kostama's direction and say nothing about it and think that's fine, then as I've said, you don't care about honesty in politics, you don't care about integrity in politics, and fundamentally, you don't care about democracy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.